Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. In the decade of the 2020s, even the great cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul were not spared the woes of contemporary life. And at times of fear and confusion, the job of entertaining the public was the responsibility of My Talk 1071 a great metropolitan radio station whose reputation for laughter and giving back to the community had become a symbol of hope for the Twin Cities. My Talk 1071 presents Jason Matheson, Alexis Thompson, Holly Roberts. Jason and Alexis in the morning with Holly Roberts. Hold me on to your wig. Keys. Welcome to the third hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on My Talk 1071 and live streaming on a device near you. I'm Jason Matheson, along with Alexis Thompson and Holly Roberts, right here on My Talk. Everything entertainment, everything gratuitous sex. It's gratuitous. That's right. <laughs> it is Wednesday, April 5th, 2023. Coming up, gratuitous sex. And then, Am I the Ass Hat? Starring Alexis Thompson. Then the Dirt Alert, starring Holly Roberts. Then How to Take Your Kids to a Con, starring Alexis Thompson. <laughs> All the cons, yeah. Then we have a prize. And then John Oliver takes on Mickey Mouse to end the show. I can't wait yeah. to hear this. Oh, God, it's so funny. And interesting. It's also fascinating. So that's all coming up. But right now... Let's do this. Am, am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Am I wrong? You're not wrong, Walter. You're just an A. Am I wrong? Am I the asshat? Hmm. Got a couple if we need it, but yes, let's ma'am. start with this one. Okay. Am I the asshat for telling my girlfriend I told you so after one of her male friends tried to get with her? Here's what he wrote. He said, my girlfriend and I have been together for about a year now. My girlfriend has more than a few guy friends. And I'm not one of those guys that thinks men and women can't be friends. But two of them, it's very clear that they want to be more than just friends with her. Like clear as day to the point where I don't get how she doesn't see it. If I could notice just by the weird energy they try to exude when I'm present, she should be able to, to get it right. Wrong. Anytime I've pointed this out, she gets upset with me. She tells me that I'm being jealous and reading into things um, that aren't there. I argue back that I'm just letting her know. And as a guy, I can probably tell much more than she can, since women tend to be a little slow regarding things like this. So two days ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't like that, but okay. Yeah, go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh, so two nights ago, she was hanging out with her friends and this guy was present. 
from what she told me, they were all drinking, and he said some things that implied he wanted to be with her. She was very uncomfortable, and the night ended shortly after. Fast forward to yesterday morning, she got a series of texts apologizing for what he said, and then backpedaled and said that he would treat her much better than I would and that she's wasting her time with me. So, of course, she said no, of course, right? And uh, she was upset with him. After she told me, I just read the text and simply said, wow, who could have seen this coming? A bit sarcastically. This set her off and she got mad. She said that I was being the asshat to her and had no way of seeing this coming. And she's been upset with me since. Am I the asshat? Told you so. Told you so. Told you. Told you. Told you so. Um, Perfect drop to play, Jace. Thank you. It's the Grace Adler told you so dance. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, he's it's all a little childish. You know what I mean? Um, told you so kind of by design is a little like, man, well, like what Grace just did. Um I don't know. I'm going to punt here. I've never punted on this, but Holly, what do you think? <laughs> I think he's the asset. I don't like the tone. Yeah, see, I don't like I, his yeah. tone, the way that he wrote that whole thing, because Jason, you had the same reaction that I did at a certain point when Alexis was reading that, where with that the whole told you so kind of attitude in a relationship, mm-hmm. red flag, red flag, red flag, just get out. It doesn't even have anything to do with having the male friends or not being able to see that somebody's interested in you. I think that was it, where it was just like, well, she should be able to, women, women be shopping. Am I right? They can't tell when a guy's hitting on them. Yeah. So that is why. It's not even the scenario that is the reason why this guy is the asshat. It's just his essence. Just the yes. general oh, yeah. vibe yeah. of this dude. It's just the general vibe. Oh, to asshat. Worn by when, this guy. Women women can be real dumb when it comes to men. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, you caveman. Oh. I mean, in some ways, he does kind of have a point. There's a lot of times where you can be naive about it. However, it, it is the way that you say it. And nobody, when you're already feeling down about, you know, that this, a friend is actually... It's not what you thought. She's already feeling bad about that. And then you have to go and rub it in and be like, told you so, told you so. No, yeah. That's not cute. That's not a no. good look for anyone. No. Mm-mm. This was his opportunity to be like, oh, man, I- I'm so sorry that happened. Yeah. And then you just cuddle up and you yeah. just be the best boyfriend ever. Oh, Alexis. You're, can, you're getting it. You, can you be my your boyfriend? Game. Absolutely. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> How long do we have to cuddle? I mean, I just, I mean, just want to until our palms are sweaty, then they can release. Until <laughs> <laughs> I fall asleep. Until uh-huh. <laughs> our palms are sweaty. I got, I got things to do. How long? Okay. Yeah. Oh man, it's like a misplay here, dude. Come on yeah, now, man. Immature. It is a little childish. Don't do the I told you so. Only Grace Adler can pull that off. Not you. No. Yeah, and that's a sitcom. Yes. How's that go again? Told you so. Told you so. Told you. Told you. Told you so. You I've got another one, one for you guys. Yeah, yes. Uh, this one's a little. Well, let's see here. What do you guys say? Okay. Am I the asshat for eating the toppings off of my boyfriend's pizza? <laughs> oh, she writes uh, earlier tonight. I ordered a Hawaiian pizza with my boyfriend. We've only been dating a month. So this is the first time I ate pizza with him. We only. 
finished about half, and then we went to watch TV. But I was still hungry. So I ate the toppings off the pizza. When he saw, he absolutely flipped out. He said that he was saving it for lunch tomorrow, that he had never met anyone who would do anything like this. It was just generally very upset. I thought he was joking and laughed it off, but it's been a couple hours and he's still upset. He's talking about how he was looking forward to having the leftover pizza for lunch and that I've ruined it. I offered to buy him another pizza, but he kept saying that that's not what this is about. And I just ruined his day. Is he overreacting or am I the asshat? You are the asshat. (laughs) You are a giant asshat. You are a giant, giant ass hat. Why did she just take the whole slices and say, I'm hungry, I'm going to eat the slice, and then pick the toppings off at her leisure? Right. You don't touch other people's food. Oh, Oh. yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) No, I don't know if I really mean that. I'm kind of kidding, but yeah, don't do that. Can I? Yeah, I, no. Or, or or maybe just say, "Hey, can I have this piece of pizza?" And then and then that's what I mean. Just just, yeah. just communicate. Yes. What the heck? Well, they've only been together a month. They'll learn. That's even more to communicate. Because I think this has happened to both of you. Uh, it's a relatable, as we call it on the show. Yes. What this reminds me of is the dreaded time when you go out to eat. You know, the night before. So let's say last night. Okay. Okay. You go out to eat, mm. and you have some delicious, like, lasagna leftovers, okay? Just a whole, oh. basically, like, a whole portion leftover. Which and you know where better I'm in time. Yeah. So, you come home, you put it in the refrigerator, and you go to work the next morning. <laughs> yes. And the whole damn morning, you're thinking about, oh, oh I want to get in the car after work. I'm going to drive home. And I'm going to eat that for lunch. I'm going to pop that in the microwave. Oh, I don't need to stop to get anything. Mm. I'm going to have that delicious slab of lasagna. And you get home, put your <laughs> keys down. You walk over to the refrigerator. You open up the refrigerator. And it's gone. Oh. Because your spouse has eaten the leftovers that you mentally prepared for. For hours, hours, oh. you set your heart. That's all you've been thinking about. That's all you've been thinking You're about. like, I'm turning into Garfield when I get home. Oh my God. That's all you want. That's all you want in life. <laughs> and then yes. Odie, open yeah. the damn fridge. Dang, yeah. Odie. That's all you want. Lasagna. That's all you want. Well, and it's also it's even it's the principle, it's the timing of it, and yes. that it's been sitting there. So yeah, the the flavors have really like solidified. It's just oh, and so even if they offer to order another one, it's still just like no, it's not the no. same. No, 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 no. You want that Feeling's lasagna? Gone. You want that lasagna? Lasagna. You want uh, that one? That yeah, yeah, that one. And you didn't communicate to your spouse. That you would be having the leftover lasagna, but they took it. Yeah. This oh. has never happened to me personally. <laughs> right. Never. This is just give it your imagination. <laughs> I just came up with it off the top of my head. I mean, just, it is Colin's birthday today. So. It is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, side note. Yeah. Choosing pizza as a food to have very early on in your relationship mm. is a very dicey concept. Oh, you think so? Because Why? because sharing a pizza, 
you have to know someone to share a pizza. Oh, it's an intimate food. I, I think pizza is an intimate I've food. Never thought about pizza that way. I Holy order my I order my own pizza. Leave my pizza alone. You get your pizza, and then we're going to be great. And then, but later, the, because we can every, maybe yes, share. we can maybe share once we understand how we each eat other. the pizza and how we under yeah understand each other. Interesting. I would think that this might be a good like yeah flag either way knowing. Like having a conversation going, hey, how do you eat your pizza? Okay, well, great. And then then you can maybe eat it together. Because I in high school, I went to a Sadie Hawkins dance. This just triggered something for me. Um, and we wore, you know, flannel shirts. I got him a shirt. And then we ended up wearing overalls. It was just, it was a great time. But we went to pizza beforehand. And I had one slice. And then he ate the rest of the pizza. And I was so disgusted by him. It was done. It was done. That's it. Well, Lex, you're also you the one. Pizza. What's with you? But Lex, you're also the one. Isn't this? I do know you like this. Yeah. You are the one. You're my friend who, if you you don't like to necessarily share your food, right? You're Joey Tribbiani and I am too, and Holly, you are too, because right. Alexis saves the perfect bite of every meal. She has a bite for last for last that yes. you save. Yes. And if someone grabs that bite, you're we're done. We're done. done. (laughs) (laughs) Alexis ghosts you. Yeah. Yeah. Never heard from again. What happened? You ate my last delicious bite. Yes. But you're absolutely right. I will give you my first bite before I want to give you my last bite. Or if you want to try it, then try it in the beginning where it's fresh anyway, you know? Yes. But it's true. I'm noodling around going, ooh, what is that best last bite? Mm. So what we're trying to say here as <laughs> we wrap up in my ass hat, <laughs> yeah, communicate. Yep. And the three of us, if you ever dine with us, the don't ask because <laughs> The three of us, we will not share our food with you. We, no, yeah. no, just go slap your hand. doesn't share food. Yes. Or say before, look, half of this pizza is yours and half of this pizza is mine. That's right. If you get through your half and you're still hungry, you need to ask. Yes. Okay? Or don't even think about asking. Oh, don't, don't even. Care. I'm, I'm just a, no. 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 Tell the plate doesn't share food. No. <laughs> It's now part of the public record. You've been warned. You've been warned. (laughs) This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert. Welcome back. Some big entertainment stories is what we're going to deliver right here in the Dirt Alert. Hello, Holly. Oh, hello. We're going to talk about Tom Cruise's coconut cake. Uh, Oh, we are? Yes, courtesy. (laughs) Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Coconut cake, yeah. Of Brooke Shields. So Brooke Shields has a new documentary out called Pretty Baby. It's currently streaming on Hulu. And one of the things she's talking about with People Magazine is the fact that she was on Tom Cruise's coconut cake holiday or coconut cake holiday list for about a decade, and she's not anymore. And she would like oh. that cake. <gasps> oh, mm-hmm. rude! 
Yeah. Oh, he took her off that list. Yes. So Brooke Shields uh, opening up about Tom Cruise's <gasps> holiday card habit. She said that she had about a good 10-year run getting this bunt cake that Tom Cruise sends his friends for the holidays every year. By the way, this cake is $126. It's made in the Valley in Los Angeles, and allegedly it is very, very tasty. Wow. Or you can give me $50, and I will make you my coconut cake. Oh, so there, you can do that. Okay, I'm going to take you up on that. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was some good eating. Mm-hmm. Brooke Shields, uh, then she went on to describe the phenomenon of the Tom Cruise holiday card. Because she said that at first when she got these holiday cards, it was from Tom Cruise, Katie Holmes, and Surrey. The three of them were on the card. And okay. then she said soon it was no Surrey and then no Katie and then just Tom Cruise on this holiday card. And then it went from just Tom for a while, but then like not on every holiday. He got a little inconsistent about sending his holiday cards. And then finally the cake stopped. And she's like, I want the cake. Oh, wow. What is, I, we got to get this cake. This is like. Yeah. I mean. Everyone loves this cake. I've yeah. seen it. Like Holly said, it's on. You can have it shipped to you via Gold Belly. Yes. Um, Ooh, maybe we can do that on our 1071 birthday celebration in October. Remember, we're oh our, for our, our, 10th our 10th anniversary, seven months, and yeah, we should seven do months that. and a day. Yeah. <laughs> now, th- this is a white chocolate coconut bunt cake from Doan's Bakery in Los Angeles. Mm. You okay. can order it. It's $125. It says it serves 12 to 16. I would argue maybe that's four servings. Yep. (laughs) In cake terms. So, uh, because I'm not sure that was 16 people. I'm sure that would make me and maybe two other people. Uh, But this thing looks fantastic. Yeah. It does look really good. And also... We, I, I want to listen to that. I've heard a couple people talk about this Brooke yes. Shields interview with Stern. I, I need to listen. Bit. Yeah, I need to listen to that more today, and we can discuss tomorrow. Oh, but, for sure. You know, yeah. I'm really fascinated by the analysis of the Christmas cards. Me too. Because, so, it was Katie and Surrey, but then, you know, he has two children with, with Nicole Kidman. Right. And I have they, are, are they on a better terms now? No. Still no. Well, that is so sad for him. I think with the two adult children that he has with Nicole Kidman. Yeah. I think that Tom Cruise has a communicative communicative relationship with them because both those kids are still in Scientology. Now, now the real question would be, do uh, those adult children have any kind of relationship with their mother, Nicole Kidman? Mm, Right. Because what is the word when they're like? They're not in it. A suppressive person. That's it. I was going to say castaways. <laughs> <laughs> but suppressive person. Been, Nailed been, it. You, you got it. You've been Wilsoned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I wonder, and I wonder if they were ever on the Christmas card, you know, uh-huh. at this point. Mm-hmm. Huh. We don't know. We don't know. Uh, Something that we're not invited to, Jason and Alexis, I'm sorry to say, is the coronation ceremony of King Charles III and Queen Camilla. Buckingham Palace revealed the invitations yesterday, confirming that the event will take place May 6th at Abbey Church of Westminster. And we're not invited. There's about 2,000 invitations out there. We don't get the 
the cake from Tom Cruise. We don't get the invitation from uh, Chuck and Cammy. I find it very odd. I find it very odd that the president isn't going. Mm. That just the first lady's going. I wonder why. Yeah. Does he not not get along with Charles? Ah, you know, I I feel like... I mean, look, the president can't go to everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. The vice president represents him in some places. And, you know, no matter who the president is, whether it's Bush or Trump or, or, or Obama... But this is something that I feel like there are, I don't know, I just yeah. I found that odd yesterday when I saw that headline. Maybe they're dividing and conquering? Yeah. Yeah, you would think because the coronation of King Charles and Queen Camilla, a heavy diplomatic thing, but maybe since King Charles, you know, he's not, uh, well, he is in the British royal family, but, but it's not uh, like he's the prime minister. Yep. It's yep. not like he's a government official in that yep. sense. So it's like, you know what, Jill? Put yeah. on your Sunday best and go out there and represent the United States. Yeah, maybe yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. He's probably like, just stay home, honey. Yeah, seriously. Where's my fascinator? Yeah. <laughs> some fish and shit. Yum. Any oh, that sounds so good right now. Girl, anything. I'm real hungry. <laughs> I, I, I really am. I don't know why. Okay. More of these stories at mytalk1071.com. Alexis has parenting tips when we've returned. Keyword kids. It's Jay's for Skin Rejuvenation Clinic, and new month means new specials at Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. To see the very latest, you always uh, don't always depend on me because they put super secret specials on their socials. So head over there right now. But let me tell you about a couple that I think are fantastic. The first one is Cool Sculpting Elite. Quicker results and less procedures. That's right. Right now, you can get $1,000 off Cool Sculpting Elite. Eight cycles or more, $1,000 off. I've had several friends have Cool Sculpting, and this is significant savings. So head over there right now. And also, let me tell you, if you are a new client to Skin Rejuvenation Clinic and you just mentioned me, you're going to get $100 off a service of $250 or more. That's right. Any service of $250 or more. Go to SkinRejuvenationClinic.net for a full... With Holly Roberts producing, where talk is fun. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. time for one of the dumbest answers in game show history. Name something with a hole in the middle. Michelle? Hole punch. This has been the dumbest answers in game show history. Back to you, Jason. Hole punch. What? Mm -hmm. Yeah, huh. Mm -hmm. Hole punch. 
I have no idea. That feels Welcome meta, back. the way she's said that. Because uh-huh. what, so with a hole in it? Yeah. And she says a hole punch. Uh-huh. It's like the circle of life. Okay, Simba. <laughs> I was just thinking more to that Price is Right game where you punch your hole through the through the paper thing and then you grab a, a ticket out of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's fun. Yeah, that, I love that game on the Price is Right. Uh, someone sent a fun fact. Uh, we love talking to you on the Twitters or phone calls or whatever. We're You've got mail. We yeah. were talking about King Charles's coronation, and I just threw out there. I I was uh, curious of why the president was going to be wasn't going to be in attendance. It was just the first lady. And uh, Jay Nicholas writes to us. Fun fact: No president has ever attended a coronation. Fun fact. Oh, so he's just right in line with the other dudes. That's right. Like Holly said, uh, Doctor Jill, peace out. You go. <laughs> Oh gosh, you'll you'll have a fabulous outfit. You'll eat great food. You'll mm-hmm. hobnob with uh, the the world's Gordon uh, Ramsay. Yeah, go, pff, Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh. Good to know. So, yeah. There we go. Okay. Um. Well. I bet that's going to be fun though. Oh, you're right. All the side parties. Yeah, it'll be great. Let's uh, let's do a segment that we're going to call. Alexis Thompson, parenting tips. Oh, ooh, that feels like quite a big folder there. Yeah. But I do have some tips for bringing a toddler to a Comic-Con. Because we went to C2E2 in Chicago last weekend to meet Captain America and, you know, just check out the whole kit and caboodle. And wow, it's a gigantic Comic-Con. I would say it was probably like 15 times what a local con here is like in terms of size and uh, just wow. Wow. Um, So I want to focus on taking kids to a big Comic-Con like this. And my number one rule, especially if it's a three-year-old and maybe under, actually, maybe if they're not walking. Okay. So let's, from when your child starts walking until about maybe four, I would say, just don't. <laughs> Just don't do it. Don't be like Mike. Just don't, just, like just, just don't do it. Just don't do yeah. it. <laughs> They're not going to remember it. Even if you've been mindful of the nap time, it's still going to be an S show. Yes. Now, if you're already there, like in our situation, you've already made a mistake. Yeah, you've, you're in the wrong, but you're there. It's best if you can have a, two adults, right? So you can trade off and you can you, you go have fun while you watch the kid. I mean, not that watching the kid isn't fun, but, you know, there's so many people there. It is overwhelming. OK, also, before you go to this con, make sure that there's like maybe a family area. This one, there was a family headquarters, which very grateful. It was right next to some of the food vendors and they had coloring sheets and toys and like little lightsabers that they could play with each other. And then other kids could play so that one parent can, you know, hang out there. Maybe bring a teenager with you and pay them to, you know, hang out. Oh, have an Annie situation. Right. That kind of thing. You know, I'm sure they'd be thrilled to be there as well. Right. They're looking around. The other thing to keep in mind and for kids in general, I mean, you know your kid, and maybe your kid is three and, and can completely handle this. I guess I'm, I am just speaking for myself, you know, but um, cosplay can be scary. 
when you think of cosplay, at least when I have, it's always like the superheroes, the, you know, the, the, the heroes of the story or like a furry, you know, fun thing. Although those can be scary too. Yeah. I forgot about some of the dark lords and the, you know, um, some of the scary like hobbits and things that are walking around, you know? Oh. And remember, uh, oh, another thing, bring a stroller that helps uh, incredibly, especially when they get tired and they just want to be rolled around. But think of what their level is, right? Their crotch level. So they're looking up and they're seeing this scary guy or gal in a robe with a scary face. Like some, there were some people who came as the, the mushroom fungus. From The Last of Us. Oh, the clickers. Yeah, the clickers with the, yeah. you know, the brain looking mushrooms off their head. And I, you know, I looked at them like, I'm kind of scared too. <laughs> so I can't imagine. Imagine. Yeah. And he did say, like, Mommy, I'm scared. I'm like, Oh, yeah, I get it. I get it. Um, let's see. What else did I say here? Uh, cosplay can be scary to adults is good. Um, you know, of course, the net, the other things of, you know, lots of snacks, because a lot of t- you're going to pay five, six dollars for water. Mm. Um, and but they do let you bring all of that in, which is great. Um, so there you go. There are some things. Maybe you guys have some other ideas. Um Please, all of those uh, are transferable yeah. to Listen. Disney, by the way. I will, all of those are, yes. Jeez. It, yes. I was thinking about that as we were leaving. I don't know. When's, and look, again, you know your child, and maybe your kid just gets it right away and doesn't need to nap and all of the things, right? But uh, is five, uh, six? Too young. It is still too young. Eight? Your your husband and I had a br- brief conversation about this ironically yesterday at the movie oh okay um, we he turned around and i don't know what prompted but he we we discussed this quickly yeah um where he was like i am not i'm paraphrasing but he was like i am not going to spend what what prompted this oh it doesn't matter but he goes i am not gonna spend all of that money and my kid isn't going to remember anything. And he talked about a personal experience from his childhood or something. I, oh, anyway, okay. and I looked at him and I go, oh, my God, on hell. I go, absolutely. And I said, not every parent is going to like this. Yeah. Not, er- not every parent is going to agree with, with me on this one. And I should say us, my, my husband on the, on the podcast. It befuddles us. Why? Well, no, we know why you're doing it for yourself. I mean, you're doing yeah. it because you want to be there with your kid. You and I, I do understand that you want the memory. Yes. I completely get it. Yeah. And hey, I don't want people telling me how to spend my time and money. And I'm not going to tell you how to do it. I firmly believe that. I don't like when people roll their eyes and judge Colin and I because of where we choose. And, you know, Bradley Being and I talk Disney about adults. That. Yes. Yeah. And, and uh, look, Bradley loves cruising. And he gets some flack for it sometimes because he doesn't. That's what he wants to do. Girl, you don't pay his electric bill, and no, you know what right. I mean. And of it's course, like, yeah. So I, I say we're that coming from a I, good place. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that for parents. I'm not judging you. I'm just saying advice wise. Yeah, advice wise. I'm actually trying to help you. I would not, whether it's a con or Disney. I'm with Alexis and on hell on this one. Wait until they can have a formed memory. And remember it. You're spending a lot of time, and 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 bluntly, you're spending a lot of money. Yes, you are spending a lot of money. You want them to be able to go. Oh my God, I remember Mickey, and I remember right. And they seeing... might not even be tall enough to go on some no. of these rides as well. Exactly. 
So no, Lex, I'm, yeah. I'm absolutely with you on that. Now, that being said, it is, we will have a story to tell forever and ever and a picture to share of him freaking oh, out with you, Chris you know, Evans. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, you know, in that way, that was good. But, uh, you know, is it worth it in the end? Not sure. But anyway, that, those were just some thoughts. <laughs> Being at it. that con going, whoa, <laughs> this yeah. is really something. Stay hydrated and bring goldfish. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. And oh. the snacks thing, snacks are expensive at these things by oh design. Oh, my gosh, yes. That's how they get the money. I mean, that's truly, you know, a lot of their profit margin comes from that. So yep. bring your own fruit roll-ups. Yeah. And save yourself some money, girl. Because the ones Seriously. that don't walk, Jason, Holly, you can, you know, strap them on. Yeah. Oh yeah, and there you go. That's yep. That's it. That's it. Holly, should we give something away? Yeah, I'd like to give away a four pack of tickets to Junk Bonanza. It's coming Woo! up soon. Junk Bonanza at Canterbury Park, April thirteenth through the fifteenth. It's a three day indoor vintage shopping event for your spring needs, vintage wants, and more. If you want a four pack of tickets to this event, 651-641-1071. Caller number seven getting a four pack of tickets to Junk Bonanza. Woohoo! When we come back, John Oliver takes on Mickey Mouse next. Hey friends, it's Alexis for JTR Roofing. They can help with all of your roofing needs. Maybe you've got some storm damage. Now's a great time to have them out, get those estimates going. They also work with insurance too, so uh, that is always a benefit. They know the ins and outs of that. Um, but of course, roofing is in its name, but they do so much more. The soffits and fascia, which is what Angel and I needed for our um, work with JTR Roofing. That is the perimeter and the undercarriage of your roof. Um, but they also do siding, gutters, windows, and decks. So if you have any needs in those categories, give JTR Roofing a call. Have them out for an estimate. Mention me or my talking. You can save up to $1,000 on your siding, roofing, or gutters. They serve the Twin Cities as well as Western Wisconsin. So give them a call, 651-777-7394, or go to jtrroofinginc.com. Jason and Alexis in the morning, right here on My Talk, Everything Entertainment. I'm Jason with Lex and Holly. So we talked about this a while ago. You probably saw, or if you listen to my talk, I I think every show mentioned it. The copyright ran out on a certain character. I'm talking about Winnie the Pooh, which allowed anybody to take the character and do new creative things with it. Creative. Creative, yeah. I put that in air quotes, Holly. (laughs) Uh, Including putting Winnie the Pooh in a horror movie, Mm -hmm. like Blood and Honey or whatever the hell it's called. Well, uh, bad news for my beloved mouse house because the copyright for Mickey Mouse is set to expire in 2024. Oh, wow. Now, and right now, Walt Disney Company has not petitioned the government to extend that copyright like they did in the early 2000s when they uh, it was set to expire and they extended it in, in what was basically called the Mickey Mouse Act. You think because uh, they're just so confident that the, they'll get it again? No, no. Oh, interesting. Uh, they're not confident, uh, but there's a an asterisk as far as the Mickey Mouse and what Mickey Mouse is up 
because, you know, it's 95 years. That's when the copyright ends. Uh, and the Mickey Mouse that's, well, I'll let John Oliver explain. Take it away, John. Crucially, only one particular version of the character is about to become fair game. Now keep in mind that only the very first version of Mickey is the one that will be stripped of its copyright. That's the 1928 black and white version where Mickey's on the steamboat and yeah. back then Mickey looked more rat-like. Disney will retain its copyright on any subsequent variations in other films or artwork until they reach the 95-year mark. She's right. The U.S. copyright is only set to expire for the original Steamboat Willie version of Mickey. Disney's copyright still applies to the later versions in which Mickey gives off strong Diane Keaton vibes, by which I mean he's uncontrollably horny while wearing gloves. <laughs> On top of which, Disney has registered trademarks related to Mickey which don't expire. In fact, some have speculated that that might be why Disney redesigned its animation studio's opening logo to incorporate the Steamboat Willie Mickey Mouse. And it does feel like a tactical legal move. Basically, they may argue that this early Mickey's image is so closely associated with their company that people will automatically assume that any image of him was produced or authorized by them and still take legal action. So the fact is, anyone wanting to use the Steamboat Willie Mickey Mouse will probably still be taking a risk. But you know, if you know anything about this show by now, you know, we do like to take a risk every now and then. And there's a lot to be said for beating the rush to capitalise on Mickey that will be starting next year. So tonight, I'd like to preview for you our brand new character on this show, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> oh, oh, John. Oh, hey there, Mickey. It's so great to have you with us. We're Shelly Miscavige. Oh, Mickey, there's the classic catchphrase that you're going to be doing every time you're on this show from now on. <laughs> We're oh. Shelly Miscavige from Scientology. Oh. oh. That sounded like Rock over there for a second. Did, kind of, yeah. So this is setting up to be kind of interesting because huh. what John said is right. People just can't run out and start using... The Mickey Mouse that, well, is now predominant, uh, predominantly featured with the shorts and the eyeballs with eyeballs and uh, that you see in the parks and stuff. Uh, they can't use that because Disney will sue them. Uh, but and they would have a, a strong case. But the Steamboat Willie Mickey, that will come up next year. Um, and who knows how the courts will if the courts will side with Disney because of what John said, Steamboat Willie is now used as part of the logo for the animation studios. That's right. Uh, so it's going to be real interesting next year when that expires. Wow. How many lawyers do you think you need? To well, for Disney. Make your look, case for oh, Disney. Look, I, I hope they're on look retainer. What just happened, yeah, look what just happened in Florida with... Um, the takeover of the of the area around the parks. I mean, Disney just kind of trumped uh, the governor in Florida. Yeah. Disney has famously, famously have always, they have teams of lawyers that just licking their chops like a warrant, like a Tex Avery cartoon character. You know what I mean? They're just oh, waiting to absolutely. pounce. They're the best of the best of the best. And they think of everything. So I would I say John is right or John's writers are right. It is no coincidence that the animation studios opening title changed to show 
Steamboat Willie. Come on. That, yeah. that wasn't yeah. that wasn't an accident. Not just a cute homage to your history. <laughs> no. No. No, 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 no. That was purposeful. Um, they have floors of lawyers that are just hanging out right now, doing lawyer hangout things, waiting to <laughs> waiting to pounce. Oh yeah, they so, are humping the air, ready, oh, to, ready go. to go. Yeah, but copyright's interesting. It's so fat. It's 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 interesting to me. Um, what can get you in trouble and how it, you know what runs out again? The other famous example is when the copyright ran out on the Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. And and was the catalyst for the creation of uh, Wicked. Yeah. The cre- literally, the author literally waited until the moment the copyright ran out, and bada boom, bada bang, yeah. uh, created Wicked. So, which is such, it's great to see uh, art inspiring art in that way because we love Wicked. Well, and it, there is an argument, and it, you may be surprised. I love Disney, mm-hmm. but there is an argument to be made. Does Mickey belong to us? Is Mickey, does Mickey belong to the public domain? Do they belong at this point? Is Mickey mm. Mouse just part of the culture? He, is he more than a corporate icon? I, I, you could have a dispassionate debate and an argument that he is. He's bigger than just a masthead for a company. Yeah. He does. I mean, you could argue he belongs to the culture. I mean, the way he's been used for, you know, anti, you know, for in World War Two, he was used basically as a as a, a propaganda tool for the U.S. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. Holly, what are you going to say? I'm Good sorry. To oh, you. No, no, I was just going to say, I mean, that's a that's a debate. And at this point, you know, I, I think when some copyright laws were made that uh, thinking in terms of corporation power. <laughs> and and, yeah. the, and the way yeah. it has been, it, it is currently wielded in 2023. Copyright laws maybe weren't necessarily designed like that, but you know, in 2000, the Walt Disney copyright law. So it's just, it is one of those big existential questions and conversations we have as a culture. Because then, when does it become the exclusive rights of the creator, or the person who owns it, versus yeah, does it? Is it just part of the pop culture ether at this point? Mm-hmm. So and you wow. could uh, uh, you could persuade me. I mean, it's you know, he's more than an icon. It's you know, he's I don't know, but John mm. Oliver will continue to push uh, push those <laughs> buttons, man. Oh my god! I hope he keeps that, asking okay. about Shelly. I do too. <laughs> Every week, where's Shelly Miscavige? Yeah, <laughs> that's gonna do it for us. If you're listening and you're a kid that's being bullied, go out there and be yourself. Because nobody can tell you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? That's right. You be you. Have a fantastic Wednesday, everybody. And we'll talk tomorrow. It's our big Bids for Kids Day. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Jace. Donna and Steve up next. We love you so much. And we'll talk tomorrow. Bye for now.